Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Buckle up, strap yourself in, and get ready. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I've just had to uh, compose myself. The last half hour, I've been uh, communicating with Mike Massotti in Tijuana, Mexico. And uh, Mike's 17-year-old son, Justin, if you've been following this program, then you know what's going on. But I want to update you. Mike's 17-year-old son, Justin, who has a rare and inoperable brain cancer, and uh, who was given a limited time to live, and who in the province of Ontario was going to be sent to uh, McMaster Hospital, where he was going to be given chemotherapy, which was not going to really help him. As you know, Mike took his son to uh, Tijuana, Mexico, to a clinic in Tijuana some months ago, and uh, by air ambulance, which alone cost $40,000. And Justin has put on 50 pounds. When he got there, Justin was essentially comatose, could do nothing, nothing for himself. Was not eating, was not moving, had convulsions. He's now put on 50 pounds. He's exercising. He's speaking. You know, he spoke with us on uh, the program just before Christmas, but he's much better than he was then. And uh, it's just just doing a whole lot better. But the Masadi family is out of money. They're out of money. And, and so many Canadians have been so generous. There's the GoFundMe page for uh, Justin Masotti. And the last time I looked, there were, I think it was around $70,000. But that money has been, uh, has been spent because the time of the clinic is costing them something around $13,000 a week Canadian. And now the family has spent roughly $300,000, and their son is doing better. Their son... I'm sorry, I don't want to depress you when I start the show. This wasn't, this wasn't the way I was going to start the show. It's just that the last half hour I've been communicating with Mike. Mike the father is close to a breakdown. And uh, the family is, is desperate. Because once the money is totally gone, and it just about is, they're going to have to bring Justin home, and he'll be put in the hospital, he'll get the chemotherapy, and he'll die. 
Because that's what they said here. That's what they said would happen. And every plea that Mike Massotti has made, and uh, he has a lawyer, I think, representing him pro bono now, but every plea they've made to the Ontario government and to OHIP for some out-of-province and out-of-country funding has fallen on deaf ears. They received a one-page dismissal letter some weeks ago, and that's it. Nobody replies. Nobody responds. Mike's frantic emails from Tijuana go unrecognized by the government of Kathleen Wynne. Meanwhile, the uh, health minister quite nobly says that Ontario will fund the expenses for and conduct the procedures, the health procedures for children who need emergency health care and who were barred from the United States by the travel ban legislation, the executive action of the president of the United States. Well, now that the court in Washington has instituted temporary restraining order, who knows how long that's going to last, but there's a temporary restraining order, and these kids, I guess, can go back into the United States. We'll be speaking with Stephen Legomsky later on, next hour, actually. Stephen is the past chief counsel, so the top lawyer in the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Office in, in, in under the Obama administration. And Stephen Legomsky told us last weekend that Mr. Trump is well within his constitutional rights to make the decision that he made with the executive action. Now, nevertheless... Um, now that these children, I guess, will not be coming to going to the United States in the short run, short term, maybe the government of Ontario could take a look at a Canadian kid, an Ontario kid, and say, yeah, we'll, we'll provide you with some assistance. Maybe he doesn't meet all the definitions that are required in order to get any sort of out-of-province or out-of-country funding. You have to twist these people's arms up and around their, metaphorically. Um, to get them to give anybody any money who goes out of the province to try to save their lives or provide some level of health care that they can't get here. Maybe the government of Ontario could see fit to helping this Ontario kid chipping in a few bucks. Families tapped out totally. And imagine yourself as the family, as the father of Justin. You're there every single day with your son in Tijuana. Every single day. You watch him get better and better and better. All you've seen is your kid go downhill, downhill, downhill. You know he has brain cancer. He's been told he's going to die. There's nothing they can do. They can give him chemotherapy, but it's not going to extend his life. Now they go to Tijuana. He puts on 50 pounds. He's exercising. He's, he's talking. He's walking. He's eating. He's engaged in life again. And they've run out of money. And Ontario says, too damn bad. That's not why I pay taxes. So we'll speak with Mike later on on the show. I was going to talk about... Um, I was going to talk about the... Uh, the tragic situation in Saint-Foy in Quebec... But we'll do that. Uh, we're going to do that tomorrow with one of the really expert voices on the attitude toward immigrants and particularly Muslims in Quebec. Be joining us from Montreal, and there is a bit of an attitude among some Quebecers toward people who aren't from the province. I just spent nine years living there, and I'm going to share with you something tomorrow that I have not said a word about publicly. 
I've talked to a few people privately, some of my friends. I've told them what happened. But I'm going to share with you publicly tomorrow what took place. In a hospital in Quebec while my wife was dying of cancer. And we're also going to be joined by a, a mother whose daughter, I, I, don't, I don't want to depress you, but this is, these are stories that, this is human reality. The mom of a 29-year-old PhD student in, from Southern Ontario will be joining us because her daughter died unnecessarily because she slipped through the medical health care system's cracks just before Christmas. And when you hear that story, it's going to shake you up. Mom's going to be joining us on the air. So I, I was going to talk about other issues, as I said, but I just, I'm going to need a minute or two here to just compose myself over what I've been experiencing and talking to and, and, and emailing, not talking to physically, but emailing with, with Mike Massati in Tijuana. And then when we come back, we're going to be speaking with um, Aaron O'Toole, Conservative Party leadership candidate. He was with us last weekend. There's going to be the debate tonight. And Kevin O'Leary is going to be participating in the debate. Of course, Mr. O'Leary is the focus of a great deal of attention this week because on Monday, while some of the Muslim victims of the slaughter in Saint-Foy were being buried, or the funeral service was taking place, Kevin O'Leary's camp, as you know, let out a video of Mr. O'Leary at a gun range firing automatic weapons and and 9mm pistols, and it's not going over well. And I wonder if he did that because of something that Aaron O'Toole said the day before the shooting in St. Foy. So we will talk to Aaron O'Toole, and then we'll open up the phone lines on a related question. So don't go away. Please stay with us on The Green Show.